All right. Thanks, guys, for joining us for Bible Foundations. And first off, I wanted to show you guys, um, I posted the outlines on CCB. However, I also added them to our... Um, app. Is it doing it? Oh, it's already doing it. Okay. So if you go to the app, you're at the app. If you go down here, you click on Bible Foundations, and then I made them links. So you can go straight to the outline. Um, I have to relink the other ones because right now it's giving me an error, <laughs> but I will do that. The, the tithe one is uh, up and running, but the other ones aren't. However, if you did need to go straight to it, um, well, I'll look it up later. Oh, dang. Okay. All right. We're going to get started. First, we're going to go ahead and pray. We'll let Ted get it to his seat. All right, Lord, we thank you so much, Father, for all that you're doing in our lives. Father, we pray that you would give us a spirit of wisdom and revelation in the knowledge of you, Father, by having the eyes of our understanding being enlightened so that we would know the hope of your calling, Father. And especially concerning today, we're speaking on faith, Father, and we know that without faith, it's impossible to please you, Lord. And so today, Father, I pray that you would give us fresh revelation on faith, Father, how to, how to stand on your faith, Father, how to build our faith, and how to grow in our faith, Father. And I thank you, Lord, that you are doing it today with us. Every single person that hears this message, Father, would have fresh revelation on faith, Father, that we would continue to grow. You said that um, we grow, Father, uh, from faith to faith and from glory to glory, Father. And so that is what we're expecting today in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. All right. So when you think of faith, I want us to start understanding that faith is not something that comes from the natural realm. You can't go by what you think. You have to go by what God said. Oh, yeah. So we have to know what God said about it. That's right. Head faith. So there's going to be two things I'm going to talk about. Head faith and heart faith. Head faith is based on your physical senses. It's what you see, what you hear, what you smell, what you feel. Heart faith faith is believing God with your spirit. It's your inward man. Believing what the Bible says is true. Your head may say it's not so, or your circumstances may say it's not there, but we have to see it based off of God's word that it's already done. In Mark 11, 23 through 24, it says, And he who does not doubt at all in his heart, but believes that what he says will take place, it will be done for him. And we know that we are born-again believers, and our heart, our spirit, has been born again. 
So we can be confident that we do not doubt in our hearts because it's born again. That's the part that the Lord just did that work in us. We didn't even have to do anything. Thank goodness for that. So you need to know two things to be able to have heart faith. And you must believe it in your heart and say it with your mouth. Just two things. You have to have both. You can't have one without the other, just like you can't have a baby without having an egg and a seed. You, you, can, you, you can have heart, but if you don't have your mouth saying it, you're missing part of the equation. So you have to have heart and you have to say it with your mouth. So as we continue to read here, uh, we have to thank the Lord that it's already done. When we, when we believe it and when we say it, we thank the Lord that it's already done, even if you don't see it because we are not speaking about things done in this natural realm. In the spirit realm, it has already been done. So you believe it, you receive it, and you thank the Lord for it. If you believe you received, then you know based off of God's word, and we know he's not a liar, that the manifestation will come. And that's the part where we get hung up is like, when is it coming? We have to think that it's, we have to remember and remind ourselves that we are not of this world and that we should focus on things of the spirit. And in the spirit, it is done. First of all, there's no time in the spirit. So as we are looking at faith, we have to step into that place where we don't see it. We don't even think about when it's going to happen because it already did. And that's a mind shift because I don't know however long we've lived on this world. That's how this world lives is by time. When are things happening? When's the schedule? When, when are we going to do this? How old are they? How, you know, all of these things in this world are based off of time. But when we're talking about the spirit, we have to know based off of what God said, not what time said. What did God say? In Romans 10, chapter 10, verse 8 through 10, it says... But what does it say? The word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord and believe with your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. For with the heart, one believes and is justified. And with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. And I'm a, I'd like to say that I'm somewhat of a, a nerd when it comes to things of just anything, I guess. So I saw this scripture and I immediately saw a Venn diagram. Uh, so Jess, if you could put up on the screen a Venn diagram that would, Joe downloaded it. And it's also on your outline. So you know that a Venn diagram is two circles and they meet in the middle. And so when I saw Romans 10, 8 through 10, I saw 
one being the heart and one being the mouth. And in the middle, we have verse eight that says, the word is near you in your mouth and in your heart. That is the word of faith that we proclaim. So we see that when we start out with verse nine, it says, for heart and believe in your heart that God raised him from the dead, you will be saved. And then in chapter 10, and I'm sorry, in verse 10, it says, for with the heart, one believes and is justified. And then on the other side, we have mouth. Because if you confess with your mouth that Jesus is Lord, again, that confession. And then in, again, in verse 10, it says, and with the mouth, one confesses and is saved. Again, you can't have one without the other. In order to have that faith solidify in us, we have to have both. When we confess and when we believe it in our hearts, that faith pops. And it's until we see that 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 we can really start walking in faith. And so we have to line up what we say with our mouth and what we know is, is right in our heart. Really, the heart part is already done, right? I told you, when we first got saved, we received Jesus, and our spirit was completely born again. It was, old things have passed away. Pastor talked about this last night. Old things have passed away. Behold, all things are made new. He was talking about our spirits. But in order to understand that what we confess out of the abundance of the heart, the mouth speaks. So we have to ensure that what we're saying is coming out of what we know is our heart and not our head. Because every time we say something from our head, it's not, it's not in faith. Now we could say things until we get ourselves lined up and it's right, but we have to understand that it's got has to come from a place of understanding God's word. Everything has to be founded on God's word because that is where faith comes from. So first we have to confess it with our mouth, believe it in our heart, and faith comes. We can't have faith come without one or the other. If you guys remember, God said to go and preach to all the world so that they would be saved. If they don't hear the word, they can't say it. So we have to hear the word first. Where, is our, what, what, where are we going to get all of our foundations from? How am I going to say that by his stripes I am healed without knowing that, right? So I have to know it by God's word. In Romans Chapter 10, verse 17, it says, so faith comes from hearing and hearing through the word of Christ. There's a couple of things here when we see the word hearing. We have to hear ourselves say it. So we have to be in our Bible reading the word, but we also then have to step into a place where we're hearing him say it to us. Last uh Last week, I think it was last week, I heard 
God, here, tell me, sell all your stock. If I had not heard God tell me that, I would not have done that. Our stock is what we're, what we were holding on to. That's going to be, we're going to watch it grow. It's going to multiply, you know, it's going to increase. It's going to be something that is going to help us later. But God said, sell it now. That was a safety blanket for David and Hilda. But we heard it. And Pastor talked about last week, and he mentioned it, how we got out of debt, $20,000. That's where that came from. But again, that was our security blanket. That was saving it for later, where he said, no, we're going to take care of this now. Again, this verse where it says, faith comes from hearing and hearing from the word of Christ, it's a two-part. You can hear it by reading the Bible and seeing it in front of you because you know that God said this and that's right. But also having the ear to hear him when he tells you to do something like sell your stock, then you're going to do it. And being confident to do it that you heard it. So it's a two-part, but faith rose up inside of me. I knew it. I was confident that that's what he said for us to do, and I know that that's going to take us to a higher place. So as we're believing God and asking him to speak to us, we have to line up with what the word says. In, in Ephesians 2.8, faith is a gift. For by grace you have been saved through faith, and this is not your own doing. It is a gift of God. So faith is a gift that has been given to us. Pastor talks about when, you know, if I give you my iPad, you can do whatever you want with it. It doesn't matter. But you can choose to use it, or you can choose not to use it. You can choose to neglect it. You can choose to, you know, leave it on your um, table and let it pick up dust and do nothing with it. But we know that his word says that we can grow our faith. So we can do something with the gift that has been given to us. And in Romans 10, uh, 12, 3, faith is given. For by grace, for by the grace given to me, I say to everyone among you, not to think of himself more highly than he ought to, but to think with sober judgment, each according to the measure of faith that God has assigned. So depending on where we're at in our walk, we have to be sober-minded and knowing, okay, am I believing for socks? <laughs> Am I believing to feed my children? Am I believing for a brand new house? Am I believing for a ministry? It we have to understand where we're at with him. 
and making sure that as we are growing and getting deeper in his word, that we, we judge ourselves and knowing where we're at. Where do we need to go from there? If it's just believing his word and that his word is real, then start there. Start where you're at. You know, I've mentioned this before. Um, we used to first, the very first time I tithed, I say quotes tithe because it wasn't a tithe, I gave $20 in the offering. You know, and, and that was where we started. And now we give way more than our tithe. But it, it depended on where we started. And not feeling bad that I started out with $20. Because that's where I was at that point. And I didn't stop because, well, if I can't do the full tithe, I'm not going to do it. No, but starting where you're at. And we can't practice these truths mentally. We can't just go by it and doing it by, in our head faith. Head faith is not faith. It's like an oxymoron. <laughs> But you mark it down that God can't lie. If it didn't work, and this is going to sound harsh, but if it didn't work for you, it wasn't faith. It was just heart. It was just head faith. It wasn't heart. Because God can't lie. And as I mentioned when we were talking um, before about seed, don't rip up your seed by saying something con contrary to what you're believing for. Because then at that point, you're... You just took that seed and you threw it away. But if you stick with it, and you can repent, you know, like, Lord, forgive me, I, I'm going to get back on track. But we have to ensure that when we don't, that we're not allowing the, the fact, I say the facts, in the realm, in the natural realm, we can see facts, but the truth of God is that we have our healing. The truth of God is that we are blessed and have all of our needs met. In the realm of the spirit, it's already done. It'll, when it comes in the natural, should not hinder us from what we believe and what we're standing on. So what do you say when you don't see the manifestation and someone asks you, didn't you receive your healing? Didn't you say you received your healing? Be bold and say, yes, I have. I don't think it, I know it. And I know it by the word of God. We have to be bold enough to say those things. When somebody says, didn't you say you God healed you or uh, you still have allergies? I know I've been healed. The word of God says I have. That's it. That's final word. And ensuring that, that when we're speaking these things out, we're, we're not saying, again, we're not saying it to be high mighty or saying, you know, being silly. It's, we have to have the foundation of what we say being from what we believe. And in, I know this is my notes in later, but we are transformed, our minds, by the renewing. We transform ourselves by the renewing of our minds in Romans chapter 12. And we renew our mind by reading his word. 
reminding ourselves that what his word says is true. And final word. Because this world will try to many, many times tell us the opposite. So we have to say, no, mind, line up. We tell our bodies how to act. Our mind doesn't tell us. It's kind of like our kid trying to tell us to do stuff. You're like, no, I tell you what you're going to be doing. You're going you're gonna to do your homework or whatever the case may be. We're not there yet with Amelia. <laughs> and, and you have to think of it. It doesn't have to make sense. We don't have to understand how it works. Go ahead, I heard this great example. It says, you know, you could look at a black cow, make white milk by eating green grass, and then you take that milk, turn it, and make yellow butter, and then we can take that butter and put it in our food from a black cow. We don't understand it, but it works. I still have yet, and I know it's like physics and stuff, how a cruise liner can be out on the ocean with tons of weight on it and still float. I don't understand it, but it works. It's just the laws of physics and this world. So we do this in the natural. We do it in the natural. We just have to make, do it in the spirit and knowing that God's word works no matter what we think or understand it or not understand. But we have to stand on his word saying, that is what he said, that is what I live by. As for me and my house, we will serve the Lord. God did not say that when we pray, believe and understand that you will have it. In Isaiah 55, verse 8 through 9, it says, For my thoughts are not your thoughts, neither are your ways my ways, declares the Lord. For as the heavens are higher than the earth, so are my ways higher than your ways, and my thoughts than your thoughts. Uh, the creator of earth put together this plan for us. It's going to be okay if we don't understand it. We may get to a point where we have that revelation, and that's fantastic. But when we're standing right here in this place, we just have to know that God's word is what we're going to follow, no matter where we're at. Don't go by head faith, by what you see or feel. We must go entirely by what Jesus said. End of story. That's it. No ifs, ands, or buts. What he said is it. And we have to be bold enough to say it. Jesus said in Mark eleven twenty four, Whatever you ask in prayer, believe that you received it, and it will be yours. Say, I believe I received. Notice it's in the past tense. I received it because Jesus already did it. I received my healing. And that is something that we have to constantly say, I have received it. You're lining up your head with your heart and confessing it with your mouth. It, it always ha it has to be in past tense because he already did it. 
he's not up in heaven trying to work something out for us, for our healing, for our blessings. The curse, he's already taking care of the curse for us. So we have to say it in past tense. We have to get out of the mental realm and get into the spirit realm. I've been hearing a lot of Bill Winston and he's talking about, and I've listened to pastor mention it too. We have to go from being in this 3D dimensional world and going into the fourth T in the realm of the spirit and live there and function in that realm. That's where we're gonna access everything that we have need of. Faith is acting on God's word. So when you pray, when you go to get hands laid on, when you speak to your circumstances, this is acting on faith. When you go and do those things, you are acting in faith. Don't let the devil lie to you and say that you're not in faith. Go ahead, man. And that's another thing is the devil's going to try, and I say the devil, it could, it could be in your thoughts. It could be from someone coming by and saying, oh, well, that's silly. Oh, but did you, didn't the doctor say? I thought you got laid off. We can't go by what the world is saying because that is not our reality. That's the, this third dimensional world living. So don't let the devil lie that you're not acting in faith. You being here is acting in faith. You coming up and getting in prayer line, in a prayer line is acting in faith. Giving your tithe, sowing, that's acting in faith. You're doing it. You're being doers of the word. So whenever you start doubting, you, you'll have to stop yourself and say, no, I am walking by faith. I am speaking my truth. I am believing God. Those who walk by sight never accomplish anything of any might. Those who walk by sight are always struggling and are filled with doubt and oftentimes fright. And those who walk by faith see it accomplished before the manifestation ever comes. And those who walk by faith live in the realm above the natural. They are not affected by what they see, feel, or hear, or any of their physical senses. Those who walk by faith shout above the turmoil. It is mine. I have it now. Hallelujah. So we have to identify which one are we going to which ones are we going to be? Are we going to walk by sight or are we going to walk by faith? We can't get God's blessings with head faith. God is not a mind. God is a spirit. So he acts and does things in the spirit realm. We heard Pastor Ziggy mention this. He's not going to have an angel come down and say, here's, you know, I grabbed this $100 bill from the bank and I'm here. Not in the natural. He's going to do it all in the spirit realm. He's going to take care of it all in the spirit realm. And we have to, we have to live in that realm. 
It's believing God with your heart and saying it that sees the manifestation through. And that's why we have to be so careful and I, we have to be very cautious of how we say things because it will affect, we are, we are God-like. He created us in his image. He, is, he created with words and we create with words. We have to remind ourselves that all the time that what we say, we have. And the world that we live in, we created by what we said. So we have to take the time to be intentional about what we say and how we say it. And I, and I know it in my heart that when we are intentional about saying things, it makes God, God proud. He's like, he's seeing us and understanding that we are in his word and we're about his business. It's like when we see our children and they're being intentional about something that we told them and they're like, oh, they're doing it. You know, like it's sweet. But we have to understand that it's, it's not gonna happen automatically, that there has to be intentionality in it. You must know what God's word says. And this is what I mentioned before. Do not be, and this is Romans chapter 12, verse two. Do not be conformed to this world, but be transformed by the renewal of your mind that by testing you may discern what is the will of God, what is good and acceptable and perfect. Everything that we've been talking about and everything in God's word, starting, you know, we started talking about love and having our love walk and giving of our tithes, all of it comes together. You can't have one without the other. And so today, as we continue to pursue faith, and if you guys are so willing to come tomorrow night, I'm going to be uh, teaching healing room, and I'm going to be teaching healing from the perspective of walking in faith. I mean, I have story after story that I could talk to you guys about how I had to walk it out in faith without seeing any manifestation. And it takes being bold and it takes being stubborn about, I'm not gonna say that or being looked at as funny or annoying. <laughs> but if you guys come tomorrow, there's going to be more of this, more, more faith talk. Tomorrow, tomorrow night at 7. In the outline, I put, there's 48 scriptures to build your faith. Um, so if you go to the outline that I posted, there's scriptures that, again, we have to know God's word on the subject if we're going to stand on it. Guys, we cannot let a day go by without getting in his word. Go ahead we have to make time oh, because man. everything that is coming at us is contrary to God's word. Right. You have to think of if we are living in a world, you know, you have one day, which is 24 hours. Maybe you get to sleep six to eight hours of that time. You're working another eight. How much time in all, all through that time you're watching TV, if you're hearing your coworkers, if you're out in the, you know, 
the grocery store. You're continually hearing things that are happening in this world that are contrary to God's word. So we have to, kind of like physics, I think, no, I think it's Newton's law. We have to come at, at it with equal or greater force if we're gonna start coming against it. Equal or greater. So if we're not intentional about our time, this is gonna seem hard. Faith, talking about faith and, do, and getting it is gonna seem hard because we're not putting in the time to combat all of the other stuff that's coming at us. And as we're getting closer to the last days, we have to be extra intentional. And we are gonna get to have some awesome times in the Lord uh, where things just happen because the Lord got to wanting to do it. But on a day-to-day basis, we have to be intentional about spending time in his word, spending time with God, so that we can not only hear God's word by reading it and saying it, but then we can hear God's word. We could hear him speak to us. We can have him guide our steps. And then it's just gonna be, it's gonna be awesome. And like I said, we, we are doers of the word. Winners, you are doers of the word. And we can, we can even go higher. And that's what we're trying to, that's what we're working at. We're here, we wanna go higher, and then go higher, and then higher, and higher because that's what he has for us. We, God's got great plans for winners, and we're just gonna be intentional about how we get there. Amen. All right, guys, that is all I have for you guys. All right, enjoy the outline, and we'll see you guys next week. We're gonna be talking about what we say. <laughs> so we're gonna continue that on, and so be blessed, have an awesome time, be sure to worship, in spirit and in truth, don't worship with your head. Worship with your heart. Amen. <laughs>